Mike Rosenberg and Chris Marasco joining you folks and previewing the 2013-2014 Fordham men's basketball season. And uh, sure to be an exciting one, Chris. A uh, lot of different parts to look out for on this team, and uh, well, John Severe is certainly one of them. Uh, how excited are you for this year, bud? Mac, very excited. I think these Fordham fans are excited. I think this team is excited. You got a brief taste of them the other night against Northwood. They looked pretty good. Frazier came out. He looked real good. Mandel, Thomas, Brian, Smith, a lot of the guards who came out, they played well together. And I think moving forward, this could be a very quick and exciting group. Yeah, and and I think let's start right there with the guards. We know Tom Pacor is a big guards guy. He loves to recruit guards. And I think one of the big things to watch out for this season is going to be, like you said, John Severe, Mandel Thomas, Brandon Frazier, on, all on the floor at the same time. They looked very, very dangerous on Friday night. And then you throw in that fourth guard. Tom Pacor decided to start four guards. He started Smith and those three along with Ryan Rooms down low. And then you shuffle in Travion Leonard with Ryan Rooms, at times having Rooms and Leonard down there uh, together. But really... I would not be surprised if Tom Pacora, for most of the season, decides to go four guards, especially how limited this team is down low now. You know, I think definitely that's going to be the way they start out. So they'll give it a test run. They'll see how it works. They'll have Canty starting the season, really coming off the bench. And uh, then they have Rooms and Leonard, the other big guys who were pretty effective the other night. If you can have those guards maneuvering around, taking them out, giving each one a rest, and then getting fresh legs off the bench. Same with the big men. When you have three rotating big men, it gives your team a lot of really a lot of rest, and then it gets them on the floor with those fresh legs, and moving forward, it could be very effective. That's what we saw the other night. We'll see how it transitions into the regular season. And talking specifically about Brandon Frazier, I mean, I think last year he was lost, in a sense, for most of the season, because Chris Gaston, supposed to be the real leader on this team, the only big-time senior on this team last year, he's hurt for a majority of the year. He missed about a quarter of the season, and you really have a burden on the the shoulders of Brandon Frazier, and he was really not ready, and rightfully so. You can't blame him as a junior to have to step up and lead this team uh, when they were not winning consistently, and now I, I think it's fair to say he's in a much more comfortable zone, a much more comfortable mindset than he was last year uh, and I think there's there this could be a big this could possibly be an all-conference year for Brandon Frazier oh definitely and Brandon Frazier he's going to be the guy this season it's all about Brandon Frazier he's the leader of this team he's the guy who's going to mentor the younger players and he's such a great teammate Tom Picard says it all the time of how good he is with the younger guys how good he is with everybody else on the floor he's not looking to always shoot he's a guy who can shoot he can score from outside he could take it to the rim but he's also very talented at getting other players involved which is what you need out of your senior leader you need him really trying to get other people into the mix and that's what he's going to do with a young team with a few returning veterans he averaged five assists last year and really Tom Pacora tells us all the time about the wall that he hit in conference play uh, and we're going to have to see this year if he can really step it up. As far as Mandel Thomas goes, this is a guy who really turned it on at the end of his freshman year. He averaged 15.5 points per game down the stretch of the final 12 games of the 2012 regular season, and now you, you think about what he can do, you think about what Frazier can do, and you think about what Severe can do. Uh, this is going to be a very, very, very dangerous team as far as guards and what they can do at driving the paint. We saw it, Chris, on Friday night. All three guards could comfortably drive into the paint and draw fouls. That's going to be interesting to see. Let's transition now to the front court. And this team is limited down low. I don't think there's any denying that. You start with Ryan Canty, who only played uh, for a few minutes on Friday night. He had two fouls very, very early. He has a nagging back injury that Tom Pacor has spoken a lot about. And he's also got some maturity issues. I mean, he he just does not know how to stay on the floor. Averaged uh, seven fouls per 40 minutes last year and fouled out eight times. 
What do you think about Ryan Canty right now? I mean, I think the big question is, can this guy mature enough to where he is playing, you know, 20, 25 minutes a game? You know, the thing with Ryan Canty is he has a lot of talent. He's a big guy, a forceful player. He can take it to the rim. He can D up some of the stronger, bigger guys on other teams. But like you said, a little bit of maturing is going to need to come this season as he's going to have to limit those fouls, those fouls that are away from the basket, and he's going to have to keep himself eligible to stay in the game for a lot more of the time because right now when he gets in early foul trouble, they're taking him out. They're trying to preserve him right. for the second half. When can he come in? And with your guy, a guy you sign, expecting him by this time to really be a presence down low, to be a comfortable big man who knows his role, who has a defined role, I don't think they have that just yet. And I think in order to have success this season, they're going to need that from Ryan Canty. The next guy we got to talk about is Travion Leonard. I mean, the things that he has done since coming in as a freshman, he has lost a ton of weight. He looks fantastic. I had a chance to catch up with him uh, a little while ago. Travion, how do you feel heading into your sophomore year now? I feel great. I mean, a little banged up from the workouts and everything starting earlier, but I I feel great. And we know uh, you can shoot from the outside. How much more comfortable are you stepping out heading into this year? This year, like over the summer, one of the main things I've been focusing on is like bending, extending, holding my form, making sure I'm taking great shots, being a shooter. I feel I feel very comfortable stepping out, making shots now. And you've come a long way in getting your weight down since coming here. How do you feel physically now? I feel great. I mean, I'm more bouncy. I, I'm quicker. I feel great. They're awesome. Yeah. Well, what are your expectations coming into your sophomore year? Obviously, you mentioned you're, you're working on your outside shot, but what do you think the expectations for this team are as a whole? I feel like uh, we're looked over a lot, like overlooked in our conference. People think they're just going to come in our gym and beat us. People think when we come in them, they're just going to beat us around the floor, but that's, that's most definitely not going to happen this year. That's not going to happen. Yeah. You had a lot of road games at a conference last year. This year you had eight non-conference home games. How much of a, an advantage do you think that is? That's a, that's a huge advantage. I mean, it's like when we're in this gym, like <laughs> everything is a lot different. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's just like everyone is just ready to play. Everyone is just going after it on the same page. It's, it's, it's special when we're in here. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And we, we saw a little bit of John Severe the other night in the exhibition game. What do you think about him? That kid's tough. Hey, that boy can put the ball in the rim. He <laughs> <laughs> can play. All right. Travion, thanks a lot. Good luck this year. Thank you. All right, so that was Travion Leonard, and and really the guy sounds so humble. I think he is really, really pumped for this year, and I think everybody on this team should be excited. It's kind of a new era in Fordham basketball, but again, honing in on Leonard here, he lost so much weight from uh, from, uh, from senior year of high school coming in as a freshman kind of had to get in a mode where he was comfortable staying on the floor. Tom Picor talked about it. He thinks he's in a mode now where he will not get tired easily, that he can stay on the floor for, for you know a solid 10-minute stretch and not get tired. I think there's a lot of big things to watch out for with Travion Leonard this year. And you talk about all the weight he lost. I think the exact number was 75 pounds from his senior year, his last game, to his first game with Fordham. And, and it's fair to say he's probably lost even more of that coming in from freshman to sophomore year. Definitely. So definitely a committed player, a guy who wants to be out there, and a guy who wants to contribute right away. We saw him do that a little bit last season, but moving into this year, I think with one season under his belt, he's a completely different player. He's a very confident player, and we saw it a little bit against Northwood. He was a force down low. He was 
was able to turn his back to his defender and maneuver with the ball in his hands, even fading away at times, which is not something you'd really expect from him. But another thing I like about Travion Leonard, his ability to follow his own shot. Sure. Twice we saw in that game, he followed up on a miss, got the rebound, went back up with it and put it in for two points. So a hustle player for a big guy, that's something you don't come across very often, the way he moves and the work ethic he has. And there's no doubt that Travion Leonard has a good outside feel. I mean, he, he is very, very comfortable. You heard in the interview, shooting from the outside. That's something he's been working on over the summer. We talked about Brandon Frazier a little while ago. Chris had a chance to catch up with him. So, Brandon, we talked with Coach Pecora a little bit, and we were talking about Chris Gaston. Now he's gone now, and you kind of step into that leadership role. Do you kind of see yourself as maybe one of the guys that younger players can look up to? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I know being here uh, three years now, and um, being here with Coach Pecora, um, I think he, he wants me to fill into that spot. And um, I think the younger guys and, and some of the older guys, are too, are just looking for me to just guide them um, because I've been through it and things like that. But um, I think I'll be a, a good role model to them. And last year you did a great job scoring the ball. You also did a good job dishing the ball out. Do you feel that with your position you're not as much of a scorer as you are more somebody trying to get everybody involved to really create offense? Yeah, I like, I like, I like, I like passing the ball. I like getting uh, my teammates involved. I like the good play, uh, making sure that everyone gets shot. So um, I know sometimes I have to be that guy on the court that has to score and, and things like that. But um, it's, I, I really get hype and I really think we have an advantage when I could get everybody involved and, and things like that and build everyone's confidence up. And the other night against Northwood, we saw a four-guard offense to start out. Is that something you like and maybe are comfortable with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's getting real comfortable as um, as practice goes on. We're getting more comfortable with it. I mean, it was the first time we did it, so um, it, it felt pretty good. It's just the guards have to rebound and things like that so we can get out and, and run the floor. But um, it's looking like a good process right now. And finally, you guys had a real tough schedule with a lot of traveling early on last year. Now some more home games and some more winnable games. Do you feel this could really help your team have success in the conference? Yes, it will help a lot. Um, taking some of the, the pressure off us, I guess, and uh, be able to come in Rose Hill and, and play in front of our fans. I think um, we enjoyed that mostly last year, the short time that we that we had home games. It was it was a good thing. So I, I think it's, it's good that we have a lot of home games and we could build some wins off. All right, Brandon, thanks a lot. Thank you. And that was Brandon Frazier, and uh, obviously he sounds confident heading into this season. We also had a chance to catch up with the fourth-year head coach of this team, Tom Bacora. And before we get to that interview, Chris, coach said coming into last year, it's time for this program to turn the corner. He had Chris Gaston into his senior year. Brandon Frazier was another year older, a couple of freshmen to look out for, and it just did not come together. It just did not come to fruition for whatever reason. You know, the Gaston injury certainly did not help this team. The schedule did not help this team. We talked about all those factors and more heading into a new season now with the head coach of this team, Tom Pacora. Coach, how excited are you for the start of another year? Always excited. This time of the year is a special time for basketball teams and basketball coaches, and uh, we're fairly healthy, and then we're ready to get things up and cranking. Absolutely, and the buzz around this team has seemingly centered on John Severe. What's his progress been like this first off season for him, and how do you see him starting right away? Well, I, I think that uh, John's talent uh, is amazing. You know, he just oozes uh, talent. However, he still is a freshman. So in the course of a practice, he may come and go, uh, but at times he will do things, and uh, everyone in the gym will kind of look at each other and shake their heads. He's got the ability to do that. Now, if he's going to be a great player early in his career, he's going to need to be a little more consistent in his ability to do those things. But uh, that's what we're working on every day with him in practice. He's a little banged up right now with a, a sprained wrist. We're hoping not more than that, but uh, he continues to play hard and, and, and practice to get better. 
And coach, obviously Chris Gasson's such a, a big player with a big presence for this team over the years, but now your team without him, do you think maybe it's a good thing to have this post-Chris Gaston, maybe a new identity for your squad? Oh, very much so. I think, uh, you know, uh, Chris was an interesting young guy to coach. I mean, there were, he, he produced huge numbers, but at different times uh, when I wanted him to do things to help develop his game, he, you know, to give him an opportunity to play on the next level even, he, uh, he was very set in his ways, uh, and that's why he was a great competitor. You know, he had that edge to him. But I think that, uh, you know, as we go into this year and uh, we have our entire team or guys that we've recruited, I think there's good balance. I think there's great chemistry. Uh, obviously, we're going to miss Chris's physical talents, but I think uh, uh, some of the guys, as they've developed playing with and behind him, uh, it's their opportunity to step up. And, Coach, we know you're a guards guy, and we got a glimpse last week in the exhibition game against Northwood of what Brandon Frazier, Mandel Thomas, and John Sevier can do when they're on the floor together. It was electric the other night. How dangerous can those three be when they play off each other? Yeah, all four of the guards playing together. I mean, you know, we played small ball the other night, and, uh, you know, Brian Smith, I thought, stepped up and did a great job getting 10 rebounds while playing uh, along with that group. But uh, when you play small like that, your skills, uh, you know, your skill level goes through the roof. In turn, you should have fewer turnovers uh, and, and a higher field goal percentage. We didn't shoot the ball well, but with that said, we still had 17 assists and only seven turnovers. So I was very pleased with that, and that's something we'll look to do at different times during the course of the year. And you talk about Brian Smith coming off that broken hand last year, a, so, a bit of a sophomore slump when he was healthy. He could play a big part in the offense. Like you said, when you see the four guards in terms of rebounding, how does he seem to you? Well, he seems fine. As a junior, you know, I've told him what's expected of him, really. Brandon Frazier, our only senior who's going to play a lot of minutes, so it's going to be very important for Brian Smith being the junior that does get the most minutes to be a leader. Uh, you know, he, he's done a great job with his body. He was always big, thick, and powerful. He took about 12 pounds off, playing at about 195 now, and he's bouncier than he's been. He's shooting the ball more consistently, I believe, because of that. So his legs have been stronger carrying this frame, and and, uh, you know, you're as good as your upperclassmen. So really a large burden falls on Brandon Frazier and, and Brian. Coach, you mentioned Brandon Frazier. Now with Gaston Gani, he really steps into that leadership role. What are you looking for out of her, him this season in terms of being a mentor and being somebody that guys can go to with questions and somebody that guys can look up to on this team? Well, that's very, very important. And, and you know, he did a, as good a job as he could last year as a junior doing that. But now as a senior, it is his team. He's been here with us four years. Uh, you know, he's paid the price, as we all have, and, uh, you know, with, uh, with a lot of losses. But during the course of that, our, that becomes experience. And I thought he was playing uh, on a level of an off-conference player last year, and then he kind of hit a wall in early February and struggled the last three and a half weeks of the season, and, and that probably cost him a chance to be an all-conference player. This year he was voted third-team uh, all-conference at the preseason. So uh, he's got some things to take care of, but the guys respect him because he's got great work habits. They respect him because he's a quality person off the floor, and he's a great teammate, and I think that that's going to go a long way with his teammates. And I want to uh, transition down low for a second, talk about Ryan Canty, because I, I know it was an exhibition game, but he, he played very little in that game, didn't seem very comfortable when he was in with those two early fouls. Is he okay, and what do you expect from him uh, moving forward this year? Well, you know, that's going to really be up to Ryan. I tell the team all the time, they decide who plays, I don't. Um, he's had a nagging back injury. Uh, you know, there was debate. We had him see a, a gamut of doctors in the fall, uh, spring rather, about whether an operation was needed. Uh, it, it was decided by the best in the business that it wasn't. 
Uh, he's been doing a good job rehabbing, but it continues to, to bother him on occasion. So with that said, he hasn't been in practice consistently. He hasn't been able to uh, get through you know a number of practices, complete practices, uh, back to back to back to back. And that slows down your development. So right now, you know, Ryan Rooms will probably be the starting center, uh, and then Travion Leonard will either be backing him up or starting at the, you know, the four spot. And then, you know, Ryan Canty's going to have to come off the bench right now until he uh, wins his minutes back. Coach, last season, the out-of-conference schedule, so many trips, you had some flights, you played against a lot of good teams. How does maybe a more favorable out-of-conference schedule this season help you guys grow as a team and move into conference play? It's tremendous. It's very important. Uh, you know, last year's uh, schedule was crazy. It was just ridiculous to play 20 of 31 games on the road with any team, but especially with a young team like we had. Not only the physical wear and tear of it, but the mental wear and tear. It's tougher to win on the road, as we all know. So the way it is now is the way it's got to be every year. We need to be playing 16, 17, 18 home games. Uh, you know, in the course of a season, next year the conference is going to move to 18 league games. So that'll get us nine, uh, you know, conference uh, eight, ten games at home. And then we have to find an additional eight or nine at home. And that's what the premier teams in the eight, ten do. That's the way the best teams in college basketball schedule. And that's a big part of things. You know, Jim Valvano, who was a, a brilliant coach and uh, a genius when it came to putting programs together you know always said recruiting is number one scheduling is number two and coaching is a distant third and I agree with that and coach uh, you, you mentioned you know having Ryan Canty coming off the bench with Travion and Ryan Rooms being the main guys down low how limited do you think this team may be down low because you lose Manny Suarez who's ineligible are Rooms Canty and Leonard ready to take the bulk of the time yeah well they would get it anyway I think Manny would have been a, a role player and Jake Faye slides into that spot Jake can be a stretch four for us He's got good basketball instincts. He's about six five and a half, touch under six six, can can shoot the ball from three, and that's really what you need if you want to create space offensively. So uh, he's done a good job, and I think he'll get his opportunities playing alongside uh, one of those three. And you mentioned Jake Fay a little bit. Obviously, another player who had some hype around him when he first got on campus. Is he another guy along with Severe you expect to really grow and one day be the future of this team? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, at his size and with his ability to shoot the basketball. He's got good instincts, and, and we think he can continue to grow as a player. So we're excited about Jake. All right, Coach, thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you on Friday night. Good luck this year. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you. And that was Coach Pecora And, Chris, we just spoke about those factors, the Gaston injury you talked about in, the, in that interview. We talked about the schedule as well. You throw all those out, and it's kind of a fresh new start now for this team. Definitely. A clean identity, a clean slate, exactly what this team needs. And last year, that schedule, just ridiculous. I think this season they've surrounded themselves with more of a chance for success, more opportunities to win game. While it might be a thrill to play at UConn, to play at Pitt, those are games for a young team when you're trying to build a program. Those aren't going to be wins. It's just it's clear and simple. Going into those games, you kind of expect Fordham to be on the – losing side and this year if they want to get to the position where maybe one day they can compete with those teams they're going to need to put wins under their belts to draw players to grow young players to grow their confidence and I think this season is perfect for it they're not traveling a lot at all especially the first month of the season yeah, only one flight play, yeah. they'll, they'll start they'll start going more places during the conference right. conference games but it gives them more time to get games to get wins under their belt and for a young team a lot of young guys it, that's really what they need and one of those young guys is John Severe, the freshman out of Christ the King High School in Queens, and Chris had a chance to catch up with him. All right, John, so you have your first action against another team, against an NAIA opponent the other night. You looked like you felt comfortable out there on the floor. Was that the case? Yeah, I was comfortable. It was like, um, 
like I, was, I felt like I was home. It wasn't no, I wasn't nervous or nothing. So I guess like coach prepared me well. And your situation may be a little bit different than some of the other freshmen situation with a lot of hype surrounding your signing and you coming to this school. Do you kind of just block that out this season and moving forward you see yourself as one of the leaders on this team? Yeah, I think um, time will tell. I think every day I'm progressing and practice, whatever. I'm trying to get my hand back. And like I think um, coach is just preparing me to be a leader. Like not trying to throw me in the fire. He just tell me just play basketball. Obviously not a whole lot of action so far. You guys have had one scrimmage, really. But moving forward with this group, what do you think the potential is for this Fordham team? I think we, we should be good. Like, we score well. We saw we started four guards, and that's new because we just started that. So I think we're just going to adjust to that and try to make all guards fill up the sheets, the stats, and rebounds and points and assists. Friday night, you guys take on St. Francis. First game of the season, first home game of the season. Are you guys excited, expecting a big crowd here on Friday? Yes, I'm, I'm sure excited. I'm my hometown, my hometown, a lot of friends and family coming, and it'll be my first college basketball game. That really like matters, so it should be interesting. And finally, you mentioned some of your friends and family come to this game. Was a big part of the reason you come to Fordham to be closer to home and to have that support nearby? Yes, and most likely my family, you know, like my family, whatever I wanted, it would came with me. But it's just the fact that I felt like I was home more, more important to me like going far and then having them come. So I think it's a point in me feeling like I'm home. All right, John, thanks a lot. Thank you. So that was John Severe. And before we wrap up this season preview show here, Mac Rosenberg, Chris Morasco previewing the 2013-14 Fordham men's basketball season. Let's let's break down the schedule a little bit here, uh, you know, because it's a much different look this year. We, like we said, that this team did not have a home game a home game until uh, almost Thanksgiving last year. This year they have eight home games uh, in uh, out of conference play. Excuse me. They start off with St. Francis this coming Friday. I think it's fair to say that it's a must-win game. I mean, you, obviously you don't you don't really tab games as must-wins this early in the season, but I think that for this team to get out to the start that it, it really wants to get out on, it has to win this game because right after that you have Syracuse. Yeah, well, I mean, a must-win for the first game of the season. Right. I understand where that, you're coming from. That's a little bit of a stretch, definitely. yeah. But in terms of this team and all the excitement they have around them, right now when you're playing a team like St. Francis, this is a game you should win or you can win. At least you're playing them in your home building on a Friday night. you got to expect a lot of fans to be out for this game. A lot of fans just want to see John Sevier alone. And then if they see this team starting to get wins and they see this team has the potential to be pretty decent, they're going to start coming to a lot more games. So I do agree with you in the sense that this is a game Fordham should win going against St. Francis. Francis, but must win maybe is a, a tough title to put on a young team for the first game of the season, but definitely I think there's a lot of fans who would agree with you. So they take on the Red Flash this Friday, and then on November 12th, we're going up to Syracuse to face the Orange. That should be a great atmosphere. Uh, a couple more games to look out for on the schedule. The Battle of the Bronx, Manhattan College on November 26th. Fordham will head to Manhattan College on November 26th. And then on December 7th, St. John's, the rivalry renewed at the Holiday Festival at Madison Square Garden. By that time, um, Fordham will have played a handful of games. I, I think by that time, we're going to really kind of get the sense as to what which way this team might be going. It still will be early. It still will be about halfway through non-conference play. But that St. John's game, it's going to be nationally televised, and it, it could be a big-time matchup at the Garden. Yeah, and I think Fordham, if they can get off to a decent start and they can get some confidence going for them, it could be a very good contest. I mean, St. John's, this team, they have history with Fordham. and Everyone oh, yeah. knows about Rose Hill. They know about 2010, that 2010, yep. And... Uh, just going along, John Severe, how he plays early on might dictate how 
good this team can be later on in the season because he's not your normal freshman. That's something we talked about in the interview. This is not a normal freshman case where he's going to sit for a little while, he's going to get his time, he's going to learn from other players. He's supposed to come into the season and contribute right away. And if they want to have a chance at beating a team like St. John's at the Garden, a lot of that's going to fall on John Sevier, obviously with a lot of other good players like Brandon Frazier, who is the leader of this team. And another big game out of conference, one I want to touch on, on December 28th, they'll face Harvard, and uh, we went up to Harvard last year, and uh, Fordham did not win that game. They had a lot of foul trouble early in that game, so a chance to kind of uh, get some revenge. Remember, they beat Harvard two years ago here at Rose Hill when they were uh, Harvard was a top 25 team. Uh, as we get into conference play, two big matchups that I'm looking for in, in, looking at in conference play, and they are back-to-back late in the season. On February 27th, v, uh, VCU at home, and then on March 1st, LaSalle at home. I think those two games could have the same atmosphere as St. John's three years ago and Butler last year. Yeah, those those are two very exciting games, and the Atlantic 10 is no joke. We no. saw LaSalle last year in the NCAA tournament. We know all about VCU, Shaka Smart. Yep. These are teams who are beating some of the major conference teams, and not just some of the bottom end of major conferences. They're beating very good Division One basketball teams in postseason play. So Fordham, like you said, with these two teams coming into this building at Rose Hill, there should be a lot of excitement and a lot of buzz, and it makes it that much more fun if Fordham's a respectable team going into those games. Chris, final word before we wrap this one up, heading into a new season. Final word, very excited for this year, and I don't think it's because... Fordham has some cool games on their schedule. I think it's because they actually have an opportunity to be pretty good. And I'm excited to see how John Sevier turns out, how some of these other guys go. And also Brandon Frazier, like you said, I think looking at him, what he has, the the potential he has to be one of the best players in this conference, I'm very excited to see how he turns out and just what he can be in his senior year without Chris Gast and the team under his hands. Two X factors this season for Fordham. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously John Sevier, Brandon Frazier, Mandel Thomas. Those are three big guys. Two guys that I think need to have good seasons for Fordham to be contenders at the end in the A10 championship. Brian Smith coming off the a hand injury last year, a bit of a sophomore slump. We know he has talent from the outside, but I want to see what he can do inside when Pecora decides to start four guards in terms of rebounding. He had seven rebounds in that exhibition game, so I want to see what he can do down low. And Ryan Canty, we talked about the maturity issues. This team needs some kind of depth on the floor. Manny Suarez ineligible this year, 6'10 center. That's a big loss for this team. Ryan Canty needs to step it up in his in his uh, junior season uh, and, and stay on the floor. So those are my two X factors going forward for the year for Fordham. For Chris Morasco, I'm Mac Rosenberg, executive producer of WFUV Sports. Is Bob Ahrens. We'll talk to you Friday night, 8.30 tip-off, Fordham and St. Francis. The one-on-one pregame report will air at 8.25 on 90.7 FM and WFUVsports.org. We'll see you then.